Thank you. My name is Tron. I'm an adult child. Um, first of all, I want to thank Cash for asking me to do this. Uh, but judging on the <laughs> on the activity of the inner critic and anxiety levels, I don't know if it's, if it's uh, a gratitude I'm feeling or uh, more like a inner turmoil. Or I'm I'm very nervous. I'm always nervous before doing stuff like this, and uh, but my sponsor taught me very early on to never say no to this kind of things because in the end it's not about me; it's about uh, the message, uh, a message of hope and freedom. I hope. So, <clears throat> yeah, looking back, I grew up. Uh, a very small place on a farm by the sea in a fjord in the west of Norway in the 70s. I was the youngest of uh, three children and I very early on understood that something wasn't right in this house I grew up in. The only emotion allowed in this house was anger. Everybody was angry. And uh, my father was a workaholic, he worked a lot and he was always tired. And my mother was extremely anxious and preoccupied by facade and never present, never able to be a caring mother or in any sort of way. So my first, actually my first memory is, is an enormous turmoil in the house. It's has been alcohol consumed and I remember I'm walking out of my bedroom, out to the hall, and I looked into my parents' bedroom, and I see my father hitting my mother with a flat hand over her face, so she fall over the bed. This memory has come to me as I've done a lot of therapy, and, and I do remember <clears throat> me and my teddy walking back to the room very silent, closed the door, and I cried in that bed. And I cried. I was alone. I was, my father was extremely angry. I remember him very impatient and there was a lot of abuse, both physical and emotional, and, and we, we weren't close. We didn't eat together or do things that normal family did, uh, did and, uh, and I wasn't close to my siblings in any way. So when I grew up, I, uh, I, I always felt like I was in the wrong family in the wrong house and on the wrong planet. I didn't feel like I belonged at all. 
and for me starting school I was I didn't know who I was I, I, I put on masks and I I tried to be the person that other I thought other wanted me to be so it was extremely difficult and I early on I acted out in many forms and I had this internal energy which which I now know is residue of tra trauma and and I had an enormous amount of energy inside of me who came out in all sorts of forms and so I, I soon become the yeah the scapegoat or whenever something was wrong they point, pointed at me always so so when I first tasted alcohol I was 11 years old I was in the attic of my uh, in my grandfather's house and uh, he had always a, a case of beer there and I I, I, I drank open a beer I remember and and I tasted a little sip it wasn't particularly good but then I drank it all the way down just the way I've seen my father <laughs> how, how he was around alcohol and uh, I remember the peace I felt there was a there was a, a peace inside of me which I never felt before and that this was something I that stayed with me and I was very early I was with people and who was older than me and I started going to parties and never home and and acted out and and I did this and soon also drugs became became a part of my life very early on. By 14, I was into drugs. And I lived like this for more than 20 years. Through all these years, there was so much pain. And I harmed so many people, but I harmed myself the most. Multiple accidents. I managed to have two children which I couldn't care for much. Multiple relationships. Several attempts of taking my own life. Now it was miserable life. It really was. I was always feeling down. I was, I was never happy in any way. It was like a dark cloud over my over my head, and I lived like this. And I remember in, nine, in 1999, I, I almost killed myself in a car accident. I was, I was driving intoxicated, and I, I smashed my whole upper body and lost hearing on one ear, and seven bones was broken from the chest and up. Internal bleeding to the head. I wasn't coma for several days and first thing I, I did after coming back to myself was started using again and I did this for 11 more years it's, it's fucking crazy so 
So when I when I painted myself into the really into the corner, when I burned all the bridges, there was nothing more to do, and uh, nobody I had no contact with my children or family. I, I asked for help for the first time. And uh, six months after I went to that doctor and asked for help, I, I was I got into a treatment center and my hopes went high. They were very low actually. Someone had to fix me if this was supposed to be any hope for me that they kept telling me I had to do the job myself and I didn't understand that. I tried all these years and tried everything. It wasn't until I did a, a special task there where, where I had my whole life from start to present day and I, I, I did this this in front of a, of a group uh, and I actually understood what the mess I made of my life and, and I, I remember I, I broke down and I ran to my room and it was horrible like I locked the door and I cried for hours but in that desperation in that enormous sadness I became willing to do whatever whatever it took not to go back to that old life, old life, and that, not including in the next day I went to my first 12-step meeting, an NA meeting. And that's, I still was full of fear and I only watched my shoes for like 90 minutes during that meeting, but I remember what they said, come back. I chose to come back and I did it again and again and again and uh, I remember being released from that when I was finished in the on the treatment center I had nothing there I, I didn't have a place to live I had two bags of unpaid bills and my life was such a mess and when I got out from that treatment center, my 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 girlfriend then wanted to leave me. I remember, and uh, that was that was it. There was nothing. What's the point? And then I remember I got that text message from a guy I met in that meeting a week before. A message of hope. That is. He said, I hope I, 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 I choose to come back to that meeting. And I, I remember I was crying, so touched that someone could care, care about me. Who I only met one or two times before. That was special. Really important moment in my journey. So I chose to come back and I got myself a sponsor. and. I got some, I did some step work and I, I, I really, I, I got some change in my life and I got myself a new sponsor and I did some more step work and I did service and 
try to help people and and it yeah sure works works for me but one thing i i never seemed to get right was those close relationships and um after a few few years in NA, I, I got complacent and I got <sighs> of course I met this woman and I lost myself completely in this woman. And all the spiritual principles and everything went straight out the window and I had I'd got myself a job and I went back to my old way way of thinking just to be with this woman. She was on my mind. It was such a strong obsession. So I, I, I threw these spiritual principles out the window. I, I, I lied to my son. I lied to my employer. It's left John. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And I did everything just to be with this woman. And when I got there. When I finally got there, she lived on the other side of the country. And when I got there, still, there was something missing. Because I abandoned myself, which I didn't understand at the time. But this was such an important uh, incident in my life, because this was what led, led me ultimately to the ACI. When this woman, when I created the, the chaos and this relationship, and and she left me. Then I found myself on the knees again. And that's how I found ACA. So, yeah, I'm extremely grateful. I'm not very good at uh, spending the time, right? But uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here today with 11 years of, and a few weeks of continuous sobriety. I've been sober since my, my first 12th meeting. and. Uh, and I did a lot of work. I did a, did a lot of therapy. But in ACA, I really found myself again. I really found that connection with my, my, my most sacred inner self, my inner child. And uh, yeah, for that, I'm, I'm uh, extremely grateful. So. Yeah, I think I'll uh, just end it there. Thank you all. <laughs>